God is with you. Let us pray. God of abundant mercy, whose light reveals the truth of things, reveals the judgment we bring on ourselves. We thank you that you sent your Son to save and not condemn. In his self-giving love, may life abundant reign through Jesus Christ who was lifted up. Amen. poisonous serpents among the people and they bit the people so that many Israelites died. Nothing like a good old story of a vengeful God on a Sunday morning. Folks may say that the God in this numbers passage is the Old Testament God the god of Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones. Remember that scene at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark? They open up the Ark of the Covenant and ghosts and light burst out and then the Nazis melt. Indy and Marion escape unscathed because they keep their eyes closed. That's what we have today. Divine power powerful God, but it is not just power for revenge. The point of this story is that God saves the people. God helps the people. God restores their health. Consider this story retold in our context. A pandemic is killing people left and right. God has mercy on the people. God gives the people a cure, an end to the pandemic. Not because the people deserve it, but because God is merciful. Because God so loved the world. John 3.16 Usually when I think of John 3.16, I think of banners at baseball games, of evangelical summer camps. I don't think of snakes and shrines and people in the desert, but that is the context that Jesus gives. Jesus is in Jerusalem, the big city, for a late night meeting with one of the religious authorities, a power player named Nicodemus. Jesus sets up a metaphor, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Jesus is like that like that pole, the serpent shrine of healing. Jesus has come to a people wandering in the wilderness, lost, struggling, afflicted. Jesus is there to bring healing to God's people, anyone who is willing not for the sake of pie in the sky. Jesus is there, is here for healing now. 
Jesus invites us to step out of the darkness and into the light. I want to pause here and acknowledge something very important. People have used biblical notions of darkness and light in some horrible ways. That false dichotomy has played a significant role in racism. It implies that darkness, dark skin is bad and lightness, light skin is good. It's time to put those connotations behind us. You are a beloved child of God. You are beautiful. As theologian James Cone reminds us, Christ came and is with us as a force for liberation. The gospel of liberation, Cone says, is bad news for all oppressors because they have defined their freedom in terms of slavery of others. Recognizing how religion and race have been intertwined in the past is essential for our healing. Again, Cone reminds us, if we cannot recognize the truth, then it cannot liberate us from untruth. Likewise, Barbara Brown Taylor, in her book, Learning to Walk in the Dark, reminds us that darkness is a place for healing for rest and growth. We cannot have constant light. In 2013, while touring in support of her book, Barbara Brown Taylor spoke in Houston's Rothko Chapel, a wonderful and unique space filled with dark paintings and scant light. In that setting, Brown Taylor said that being a person of faith these days is like learning to walk in the dark. It is like feeling your way through a house where you used to live, a house that has gone dark and quiet so that you operate more by memory than by perception. Hearing old voices tell you things you can no longer touch or believe. She also hearkens to our undomesticated yearning that needs more room to prowl. She says, Endarkenment can be as vital to our soul's health as enlightenment. Which brings us back to today. For the past year, we have all had to learn to walk in the dark. The unknown path of this pandemic has left us all stumbling. Work, social life, family, community, the cornerstones of our habits have been disrupted. Yet change is coming. 29 million people have been vaccinated in the U.S. 326 million people worldwide. 
With vaccination rates rising and schools resuming, it appears that we are beginning the long process of renewing life, like the grasses and hills around us after the rains this week. The change is both exciting and terrifying. There are still so many unknowns. As we stumble, the divine is working in and around and through us to empower us to help our sisters and brothers. There is hope standing before us like a beacon, a shrine, a cross. Hope rising up for all to see. You can call that hope light. You can call it change. But it is healing for all who see it. Amen. The mustard seed this week is a fun one. The Diocese of Los Angeles has asked St. Michael's University Church to represent Deanery One, our kind of county for the diocese, in the Easter vigil service at which the bishop will preside. This is a fun thing. We're going to do the response to the Old Testament reading, which is about the Israelites crossing the Red Sea and Pharaoh and his army being uh, caught up in the Red Sea. Um, so we are going to sing, Oh Mary, Don't You Weep. I'm going to have a link on the website. And what we're going to do is you can go on the website and play this little audio clip and sing along with it using your phone. So sing along to this clip and take a video of yourself singing along to this clip and then send it to me, gauchopriest at gmail, so that we can all participate in this video for diocesan Easter service. This is a big honor and it's great to represent our community and the broader community with this bit of joy and love. So go to our podcast area and look for Mary, don't you weep and sing along with a video and email it to me. Have a great week. With trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. 
for the good earth and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God is love. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God is love. Hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God is love. Hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another. As we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are struggling to get the COVID vaccine, those who are in need. We pray for our undocumented sisters and brothers that they may find sanctuary through us. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And give us not into temptation, but deliver us from Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.